Good morning and welcome to worship. Holy Gospel today is from the 18th chapter of Luke, beginning at verse 9. Glory to you, O Lord. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. God, I thank you. I thank you that I am not like other people, especially those robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of our Lord. Again, I invite you to join me as we pray together the prayer of the Holy Spirit in our time of meditation together this morning. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, like the light of the Holy Spirit instructs the hearts of the faithful. Grant that by that same Holy Spirit we may be truly, truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. This we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. A man was traveling through a certain city, and he went to a church while he was there on Sunday. And as he entered into the narthex, he was greeted enthusiastically by one of the greeters that day. And the greeter said, Good morning! We welcome all sinners. The man who had gone to that church that day, he recalls in retrospect, he said, I don't think the greeter had any way of knowing, but those were the words that he needed to hear right then and there. On that day. I wonder how that would go. I wonder how that would go over if we, here at Mount Olive, started greeting each other when we come through those beautiful doors of the narthex there. And we welcome people in enthusiastically and say, Welcome! We welcome all sinners! I'm not sure how, how does that make you feel? You know, I wonder if there would be some who would take offense or some who would be so insulted that they would simply turn around and walk out that same door that they just walked in through. I don't know if you've given much thought as far as what your frame of mind is when you come to worship each week. And, and I think maybe today might be a good day for us to revisit that. You know, what, what, is, what does it mean for us? What, 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 
what, what goes through your hearts and your minds as you come to church on Sunday? Is it, is it just that same old, well, it's what I always have done, it's always what I will continue to do, it's just, it's just part of my weekly routine. I just go to church because that's what I've always done. Or do we actually come to church with some kind of a uh, reflective, contrite heart? With a mind of humility and with a spirit that comes first and foremost with a spirit of confession and with a sense of seeking forgiveness and wanting to come and hear a word of justification and grace. Do you come? Do you come with a sense that when you enter into this place that you are coming in to the very presence of God in this place where God's mercy and that your complete dependence upon God's mercy is what will restore you, will refresh you, and that you can go from here refreshed and empowered to do the ministry to which God calls you. All throughout the Gospels, all throughout the stories of Jesus, there are numerous times where one of the primary reasons why the kingdom of God came near to us through the life and presence of Christ is made known. And Jesus spoke often about this. Now, one of the things that we know for sure is that Matthew, Mark, and Luke were uh, what we call the synoptic Gospels. And what that basically means is, is that they shared a common source material that was kind of the center of their recordings of the, the sayings and the life of Jesus. And then there were other you know, oral tradition stories that had been passed on from generation to generation that were added then to these gospel accounts. And some of the words that we reflect upon and hear from Jesus are words like what was in ninth chapter of Matthew where Jesus says, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means, he says. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And then again in Mark chapter 2, we hear something similar where Jesus says, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. He says, I have come to call the righteous, not the righteous, but sinners. And then again, something very, very similar in Luke, the fifth chapter. Jesus says, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. And then again, Jesus is talking again about people who are uh, in need of repentance. In the 15th chapter of Luke, he says, In the same way I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous ones who do not need to repent. And then in today's text, we have this tax collector who stood at a distance. He beat his breast and he said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And Jesus summarizes the parable and says, I tell you that this man, rather than the Pharisee, went home justified, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. 
And then I don't know if you recall what happened when Jesus was hanging on the cross. And there were these two other, for lack of a better term, criminals hanging there with him. And I think there was a very similar prayer that was prayed while they were hanging on the cross. The criminal to Jesus' side said, as he was talking to the other man, he said, this man, Jesus, has done nothing wrong. And then he turned to Jesus and he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. And I think in essence, what that criminal on the cross was really saying when he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, is I'm, I'm, in essence what he was saying was, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. The plain and simple truth is, is that this passage before us today I think if we really hear it for what it says, it convicts us. Not one of us sitting here today, not one of us sitting here today can claim innocence when it comes to making judgments and comparisons upon one another. Now perhaps, perhaps our thoughts and our comments aren't so blatant as is the case with this prayer by the Pharisee in our parable today. But I have absolutely no doubt that every one of us has either thought or spoken something similar. And I hate to admit it, I hate to admit it, but there is a hardly, hardly a day go by, there is hardly a day go by that I don't think a similar thought. I'm glad I don't think or believe the way they do. I've thought that a lot. You see, I'm standing before you, a sinner, just like you. You know, there's no difference between you and me. Just because I'm standing up here with this alb and this stole on, it doesn't make any difference. I'm just as much of a sinner as you are. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I've even thought the same words as a Pharisee. Lord, I thank you that I am not like those other people. Not one of us, not one of us sitting here today can claim innocence when it comes to falling short of the glory of God. Every single one of us sitting in this sanctuary is in need of Jesus, the great physician. And we enter into this place each week, and for that matter, we begin each day of our lives. As we, we, actually, we actually enter each and every day of our lives as a broken vessel as one who has fallen short of the glory of God, and we start each day of our lives a sinner. We live in a world that's broken. We live in a broken human condition. And that's why we need to claim that our complete and utter dependence is upon God, the God who grants us mercy. You know, I oftentimes talk or make suggestions about what might or could be the first words that come out of our mouths each day. Sometimes, sometimes for me, some of the very first words that come out of my mouth each day or thoughts that come to my mind is, today is an absolute pure gift. Thank you, Lord, for giving me another day to walk in your grace and your mercy. Or another phrase that you have oftentimes heard me 
offer to you as a way of starting off your day and your time of quietness, your time of devotion, your time of reflection, your time of entering into another day with God in your life is by claiming that you are a baptized child of not baptized child of God, not because of what anything that you have done or anything that we are going to do, but because of what God has already done for us by claiming us and calling us by name. And that is what God does every single day. He calls us by name and calls us child of God. Most recently, one of the other ways that I have suggested that we start off our day is that we remind ourselves that we are a child of the light. And today, today we add another phrase to that litany of ways that we can begin our daily journey with Jesus. It's called the Jesus Prayer. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. I think perhaps those are probably the most important words that we need to say. The very first thing we say every day of our lives, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. We actually do it. We actually do it all the time. You know, what did we do today in our Kyrie? Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy. Christ eleison, Christ have mercy. Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy. We stand at the foot at the foot of the cross of Jesus every day, and one of the first things that should come out of our mouths is, "Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner." We confess with our heart of humility and we claim our need for the great physician and we acknowledge that we have nothing to claim, nothing to claim, but our dependence on God's mercy. I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. You already know that. But you know what? There's another 90% of Lake Havasu City that's laying at home right now in bed or sitting around watching TV or watching whatever they're watching on TV or who knows what they're doing. There's 90% of Lake Havasu out there that needs to wake up. Oh, there I go. (laughs) See? I'm already being self-righteous, aren't I? See? See how quickly that happens? I'm not like those people. I'm not like those people that aren't in church this morning. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And yet, I do believe, I really do believe that that is what the world needs now. And I think it's a prayer that would be worth starting off each and every day. And it starts with you and me. It's got to start someplace. It's got to start with you and me. It's, already, it's, it's, it's got to start with us. And that prayer is, is that more and more people in this world will have an awakening. And that's what this world needs. This world needs an awakening for God. An awakening and a recognition of our collective sinful condition and for our great need to have the great physician in our lives, Jesus. The world will only experience no restoration, healing, and justification through our dependence upon God's mercy. And I love what David Lowe says as he summarizes this dependence on God's mercy where he writes, When this happens, 
When we claim our dependence on God's mercy and we forget, if only for a moment, do you notice how quickly I forgot? I was already starting to point fingers at all those people out there that aren't in church here today. I quickly forgot. But he says when this happens, when we claim our dependence on God's mercy and we forget, if only for a moment, if only for a moment we forget our human constructed divisions and stand beware before God, aware only of our need, then we too, then we too are justified by the God of Jesus and invited to return to our homes in mercy, grace, and gratitude. So, welcome to Mount Olive Lutheran Church. Welcome all you sinners. Let us confess and that with humility receive the abundant mercy of God through Christ our Lord because Jesus came not to call the righteous but us sinners. Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer the Father has taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you, and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you, and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace. Tell what God has done, and thanks be to God.